Welcome to the first ever Relatable Podcast with Julie B., where we talk through the challenges of life and the joy of healthy relationships. I'm your host, Julie B., and I'm here with my co-host, Lauren Hall. Hey, y'all. Okay, Lauren, let's say you and your husband, Daniel, were walking at the park, and you run into someone your husband knows, but you don't know them. Mm. He and she seem excited to see each other, and it feels to you like they're pretty close. So after the walk, you find out that it's one of his ex girlfriends Mm -hmm. how would you react funny enough that you ask that julie because that has happened to us Mm -hmm. it absolutely did and i was very upset uh not because he said hello to her or that she was excited to see him or that they hugged whoa okay but that he didn't introduce me oh yeah to her Oh, that yeah. was a big – so we had a big talk about that. And, uh-huh. Yeah. I, I bet you did. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, today's episode is all about how to handle opposite-sex friends. Before we dive in, I'll say that every couple is different. And as you'll see in this episode, that means that your boundaries and needs might not be exactly like what you're about to hear from some friends of mine. And that's okay. Absolutely. If you're having a hard time setting boundaries in your marriage or you feel resentment towards your spouse's friends, be sure to check out our ebook, How to Talk to Your Spouse About Opposite Sex Friends, on our website at firstthings.org. Anyway, without further ado, here's episode one of the Relatable Podcast with Julie B. Opposite Sex Friendships in Marriage. Brave discussion about opposite sex relationships in marriage. This seems to be a thing. Apparently, a lot of people are searching for answers about should we, should we not, what does it look like? And so I asked three brave souls, friends, if they would be here with me and have this conversation. So Mitchell, Reggie, and Tamara. So, you know, This is a tricky topic because all of us have grown up with friends that are opposite sex, and then we've all gotten married, and everybody's been married for a pretty good amount of time. And I'm just curious, just what do you think about opposite sex friends in marriage? How how does that work for y'all? Reggie, I'm going to pick on you and let you roll out first. <laughs> it's funny because as I was thinking about the topic, I went back to what I thought before I got married mm. about how it would be. Mm. And Which was what? Honestly, I think I thought I would just keep all the same <laughs> girls that were friends. Yeah. So just move on like I normal. Just, I yeah. thought we would. Yeah. And that was not the case. <laughs> Um, and it wasn't all necessarily intentional, we're not talking anymore, and, and some we still have friends, 
but the level of the intensity of those relationships have just changed dramatically um, over time. Yeah. And some of it is, I think, stage of life. Some of it is there's things that they did for for me as a relationship that just they don't need to do now that mm -hmm. I'm married, I think is what it gets down to. But. Well, did you and Erica ever have a conversation about how you felt about some of her guy friends and how she felt about some of your friends? We did on the front end, but I think we were both kind of naive. I think we thought that there would not really be a whole lot of emotional connections when we look back and things yeah. like that, that we yeah. would just have this conversation and we'd say we'd just be open and tell each other everything and, it, and that would, you know, settle everything. And that hasn't always been the case. <laughs> we had to work through some challenges uh, yeah. throughout our 15 years of marriage, but nothing that was just overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. Tamara, what mm -hmm. about you? Okay, so <laughs> I'm like sitting, yeah, I'm sitting here thinking, how much? There's so much. There's so much. Where do I even start? So, um, just overall, me and my husband have um, kind of come to this agreement that there's just boundaries in our in our marriage, and he is um, he's a flirt, and that makes it difficult because. He's a social butterfly. He loves making new friends, and it, it, he doesn't discriminate. Like he's like, I'll make guy friends, I'll make <laughs> yeah. girlfriends, I'll yeah. make whatever. And over the years, it has been quite a challenge for me to figure out this kind of what attracted me to him was that he's this flirtatious, outgoing, charismatic guy. How can it be wrong for him to just stop being that person now that we're married? And I think that's where this just the boundaries come in. And so um, I am one of those people who try really hard to let him have the freedom to befriend, you know, whoever he wants to be friends, but there has to be a mutual respect. And so his, even if he makes a new girlfriend or a friend that's a girl, because girlfriends are yeah. kind of, <laughs> <laughs> a friend that's a girl, um, Although he jokes like, oh, I have a girlfriend, but th that, this is my husband. This is right. just how he is. I yeah. love him to death. Um, I'm like, well, I want to meet her. I want to see, because women have this intuition. Mm -hmm. They just know. And I have met some friends that he's he's befriended, some, some women, some ladies, and I've told him right off the bat, she doesn't respect me. She has ulterior motives. I'm not okay with this this friendship in the sense of I get a bad I get a bad vibe I get a bad feeling and you're free to do what you want to do but know that this is how I feel and he's always made the right choice so I don't I don't try and like tell him he can and can't do this but we kind of talk about it and we understand where each other are coming from so that's kind of what's I going on there so <laughs> relate to that yeah because Jay is very outgoing, he's funny, he's a great listener. And early on in our marriage, I would say to him, hey, that uh, thing that's going on mm -hmm. um, right there with her is not innocent and you need to know that. And he would say to me, you're crazy. Mm -hmm, exactly. There is no way. Yes. Because he was, he, he just was not in that realm. Mm -hmm. And I just said to him, as a woman, you need to trust me yeah. that we 
No, and she knows one hundred percent. She knows, yeah. but you hear guys all the time. I don't. I don't know what I mean, you think. I hesitate to say all guys at some yeah. point have had that conversation, but yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and say all guys have been like, "How did you know that? Exactly. What did you yeah. see? How yep. did you?" Because I mean, we've had situations where I mean, literally. My wife would be like, don't you see that she just adores you? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, she all she does is ask me for my tickets. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> We're like, hello. <laughs> it really is some type of women intuition. I really think so because, like, it's just, to me, it's just a vibe. You, you know how someone, a, a woman specifically, like, will act. When she's interested, you see the like, ah, you know, like you see the little things that guys are like, oh, she's just being friendly or vice versa. You can see when um, the your husband or a guy is playing into that flirtation, mm-hmm. maybe without even realizing, no thinking, way, thinking he's just being friendly. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, like, she yeah. took that yeah. a different way. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that it's definitely something. Um, it's something. It's something. <laughs> yeah. Something, yeah. <laughs> I've just accepted it. I mean, it, it's yeah. it's funny because when I talk I, when I talk to guys and they're trying to figure this thing out, mm-hmm. kind of like you said, I've just said, look, just trust her. Mm-hmm. You know, don't argue. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we've you know, because it seems like there's a control factor. That's mm-hmm. what I was just going to yeah. say. That makes us nervous. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, at early on, those are things that's like, I can take care of myself. I'm not going to do anything crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say anything. Mm-hmm. But over time, I've just said it's, it wasn't, it's not worth the discomfort. It's not worth the arguing. So, mm-hmm. and what happened was probably 99.9% of the time, she was right anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can you say that again? <laughs> <laughs> But but that's kind of where like insecurity, trust, uh, yeah. mm-hmm. relationship oh, yeah. baggage comes oh, yeah. into play For though, sure. you know, because there are some couples who have a legitimate reason not to trust their spouse with another person mm-hmm. of the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. And that's sad, but like if you have that trust breakdown, it makes it that much harder. Yeah. So Well and I Definitely. think there's plenty of times where women you know, are, are, it's the flip side. Mm-hmm. The guys are like, hey, he's really flirting with you. And her response is, oh, he's like my brother. Mm-hmm. We grew up together. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it can really bring up some tough, hard conversations in your marriage relationship. But I think that's it. Like the conversation aspect of it. If you're not talking about it and you're just constantly arguing about it, like that's not going to get you anywhere if one side's defensive and you know it has to be an open honest conversation and people have to be but sometimes i think even the conversation is hard to really get and figure out what it is that really bothers me Mm. about it um i mean so I, i can think of there was an old boyfriend my wife had and I mean, they had a really, I mean, they weren't engaged, but at some point I think they were headed down that path. And so there's a lot of emotional connections that were made mm-hmm. and there were things that he obviously yeah. did for her that, you know, that belong in a marriage to a degree. Yeah. And, and so when he would want to initially just kind of still be friends, I, I couldn't articulate what it was that bothered me mm-hmm. about that. 
um, until much later. And she kind of figured it out, but some of that emotional connection and some of that just understanding that as, a, as her husband, mm -hmm. there are things that I want to be the one to do mm -hmm. for her. And I don't mm -hmm. know that it was insecurity right. as much as it's just kind of feeling like that's just my place or my role, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's definitely, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a conversation. You know, you talked about you and Erica having that conversation at the beginning, and then, you know, you think a certain thing when the marriage starts. And I know for us, it's just been like a continual conversation throughout like, I mean, 15 years of marriage, but like 20 years together, it's just a continual conversation about, you know, what does this look like? How, how is this? And usually it's always, yes, yeah, she's always like, you shouldn't. When we, we worked together for six or seven years and we worked with a lot of young 20s, and, um, and and in a restaurant, and it would always be where she's like, yeah, that girl's totally flirting with you, <laughs> and you need to just walk away. I'm like, yes, dear. <laughs> I'm gonna leave now. Whatever you say, I'm walking away. That's good. But I think, so, I mean, help me understand, can women just be that manipulative or that, I don't know if manipulating, what's... what's or the like, guys just um, miss it that right. much? <laughs> what is it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sound like a both and. <laughs> I think it is yeah. a both and, and I th and I think it's not just women. I uh -huh. think that people can be manipulative, especially if you maybe you aren't necessarily healthy, and you see this person who just seems whole, healthy, uh -huh. fun, a good listener, a good communicator, and you're like, I want that, and. Um, sometimes you you gravitate to that, not really thinking about the implications that could be down the pike. Like he's he is married, and I need to be careful about how I have a relationship with him. Or she is married, and I need I need to be careful and respect the relationship that's in place. And I mean, probably that's one of the things that I see is that people don't tend to respect the relationship that exists, and especially if the relationship that exists isn't in a great place, mm -hmm. and you have something else going on over here, they're like, well, they were just really unhappy over there. Mm -hmm. And you know, a, a lot of that comes because you're paying attention over here and not paying attention over here. So mm -hmm. I, I just feel like you have to constantly have your guard up mm -hmm. to not do things that mm -hmm. could potentially harm your marriage relationship. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I actually have a really great example of that. So my husband is such a good listener and he, since, since being married to me and being in our relationship, has he has a lot of people who actually come to him for like advice and help yeah. and like they see our relationship, they're like, you know, he knows what he's talking about. Like, yeah. like, and there was one time where one of our mutual friends um, was kind of going through some, some trouble in her relationship. Mm -hmm. And he was there for her and he was like talking to her and all this stuff. And he was being really, really nice. And there was a point where he told me, I, I just want to show her what a, like what, how a guy can, should act or be or whatever. And I, t I had to tell him, I was like, I love where your heart's at, but there's a, there's a line. And I know that you want to show her that guys can be good. Not they all guys can, are bad. That not all guys yeah. are bad. But, hun, like this is, this is, 
this is crossing the danger a line. Zone. It's yep. a danger zone. Definitely. I don't want her to develop feelings for you. Mm. I don't want you to start mm -hmm. getting, to, you're getting too close in that kind of relationship. And he was like, but I'm just trying to help. Yeah. I'm just trying to show her. And I was like, I, I know, and I love that about you, but yeah. you have to be aware of it. And so, I mean, we've been through that. At the same time, we're talking about, you know, the dangers of these friendships, but what about the positives? I mean, mm -hmm. my husband's best man in our wedding was a girl, like it was a best woman. And so he has friendships where they are really close women and it's a brother-sister relationship, but they're really close, but they still maintain that, that See, boundary. See, I think that mm -hmm. that's the difference though. I think that yeah. there's this healthy respect for how our relationship changes as a result of you getting married. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I think it would be, it, things become a lot different when some of those past relationships were romantic and even mm -hmm. sexual mm -hmm. relationships. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Because it, I mean, to me it doesn't matter how oh, yeah. much you just want to be friends. Right. Once some of those connections are mm -hmm. made, mm -hmm. I, I just can imagine from the other from the spouse's point of view. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It feels uncomfortable. It feels yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. Yep. You know, and to that to be going through their mind oh, yeah. is, is just almost unfair. Yeah. And I think sometimes it's just being, you know, you're talking about the past ones, but even with new ones that are developed, it's just sure. understanding, you know, the openness with with your spouse. When we, uh, when we were dating and then when we got married, it was normal. Dillette has an easier time befriending males. I have an easier time befriending females. We knew that when we started, we were best friends before we started dating. We knew that about each other. And so for both of us, that's just something we have to be cautious of and just have conversations about is to make sure like, are you okay with this person? Like, you know, you, this is someone that I work with or someone that I've got, you know, that I've gotten to know, are you okay with this person? And usually it's, hey, let me, like you were talking about, let me meet them, let me talk to them, yeah. let me get to know them. And then nine times out of 10, it's like, yeah, that's, you know, that's cool. I, I get that relationship. But it, I think it also helps when, when the spouse comes into the picture and mm -hmm. knows them. Um, but you have to be cautious sometimes with those new ones. And I think a, a big danger zone is whenever your relationship's in a rocky place, mm -hmm. who do you talk to about mm -hmm. those things? Absolutely. 100%. Because when you're mm -hmm. talking to someone of the opposite sex, mm -hmm. who's a friend, um, you know, you're confiding in them things that you should be talking to your spouse about. Right. And I think a lot of times it tends to start with an emotional, it's kind of an emotional attachment that usually yeah. drifts you further away and, mm -hmm. and can cause those problems with those boundaries. And so I think just being conscious about, you know, if I if I catch myself talking to someone of the opposite sex about maybe something going on in our marriage, you gotta stop and be mm -hmm. like, I'm not, mm -hmm. we can't talk about this. I need to talk to my wife about this. This is our conversation to have and being conscious of that. Or even if she approaches you and being able yeah. to say, hey, this is not a conversation mm -hmm that we need to have because I think one of the things that happens is if you if you get yourself to this place where you're having those awkward conversations mm -hmm. and you feel like if my spouse knew that mm -hmm. I was having these conversations he or she would be so uncomfortable and yep. then you don't tell yep mm -hmm. and then you're really in yes. a crazy space because yep. you feel like you got to keep secrets mm -hmm. right it's almost like if you can't have that conversation with your spouse sitting there 
you yeah. should not be having that conversation. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you should just. Which is a great point. You should I mean, walk you away. could say, hey, w what if both of us mm -hmm. sit and have this conversation yeah. with you versus mm -hmm. me by myself? Mm -hmm. Because that might make a lot of sense. And the other thing that I think is super important is that sometimes, I mean, we go to these people that are our friends thinking that they're going to give us great wisdom, mm -hmm. and they do give us the best that they know. Mm -hmm. But it's not, it's not wisdom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, it's, it's funny, I'm going back a second, because I think about the different people that we have invited into our lives. Mm -hmm. and how, I used to joke that I always get to be friends with them, then I'd hand them over to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who do you want me to be friends with now? <laughs> that was kind of my safety zone for a little bit. It's like an approval process. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think... I also wonder, because this not unusual, is I would ask another lady just to bounce something off of. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm not understanding why my wife this bothered her this way. How do we feel? How do you feel about that? Mm -hmm. Like, is that is that okay? Is that? Yeah, but are you asking somebody exactly your same age, or are you asking somebody who's a little bit further, older, down the road in marriage that question? I think it's sometimes it may be somebody from a peer group, you know. Normally, it's someone that is that has relationships with both of us. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I can remember a time where it wasn't. It was someone that I just had a closer relationship mm -hmm. with uh, before I had done the official handoff. <laughs> 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 um, but I, I know for me, the trying to make sure that I'm in a healthy place, yeah. and that the other person is in a healthy place. Because yeah. if they're in a place of need and they're trying to use me to meet um, an, an emotional need or even an intimate need, uh, emotionally intimate, then just trying to stay away from that. I yeah. think that became something that my wife became a lot more adept at recognizing mm -hmm. than I do it sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I also think, you know, sometimes those conversations happen like at a dinner party and you're just having the conversation in the kitchen. And it's it's one thing to have a conversation like that. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a whole nother level if someone says, hey, can we grab coffee? I have something mm -hmm. I want to talk to you about. And that's what they want to ha have a conversation mm -hmm. with you about. Do, uh, yes, you think about I, I actually have a story <laughs> <laughs> about just this. Um, a mutual friend was going through um, a rough patch in their relationship. and reached out to my husband, unbeknownst to me. They grabbed coffee, unbeknownst to me, and she told him that she was getting a divorce. And it was completely innocent, whatever, but she hadn't told anybody. And he kept it from me, and a couple, uh, like a week later or something, it came out in just casual conversation. And he was like, oh yeah, so-and-so, I, I think they're getting a divorce. And I said, how in the world do you know that? And he was like, oh, <laughs> and I was like, Hello. yes, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, spit it out. And he's like, well, she told me. And I was like, when, when did she tell you? Like, was this a text message? Was this a yeah. phone call? Was this, oh, antennas just when, when, yeah. and he was like, when we had coffee? And I was like, when was that? You didn't tell me. And that's the thing that got, bothered me. It really wasn't that they talked about it because right. it did kind of bother me just because I was like, I'm her friend too. Why would she mm -hmm. tell you and not me? This seems so strange. 
but it was more that he like hid it from me. I couldn't figure it well, and out. I'll bet you anything. Like if you just asked him, he said, "Honestly, I I just." I didn't think about telling you. Exactly. Like, I didn't think it was mm -hmm. that big a deal. Exactly. And I'm sitting over here going, well, why yeah. didn't she call and ask to sit down with both of you and have mm -hmm. the conversation since you're friends right. together? Right. So, yeah. I mean, things like that happen, but I think it's just that honesty of like, hey, somebody like told me something and we grabbed coffee and this is what it is instead of, you know, kind of being like, oh, I don't know if I should tell them. Mm -hmm. Are they gonna yeah. be mad? And I think he actually ended up saying like, I don't, I think that you would have been mad at me. And I was like, I'm not mad that you grabbed coffee with her. That's totally fine. Just, it just seems a little strange, you know, yeah. like what's yeah. going on. And, and it just puts that level of doubt when you don't mm -hmm. have that, you know, clarity of intentions yeah. and yeah. understanding. And it's not to say that you can't, I mean, there are people that I meet with frequently and I will usually tell Jay, hey, I'm going to coffee or I'm meeting so-and-so for lunch yeah. or, you know, what I'm doing. Because I, I do not want there to ever be mm -hmm. the suspicion mm -hmm. that I'm doing it on the sly, that I'm getting together with somebody. And I, yeah, I think that that's just this, people struggle with, well, why do I have to be different? And I think the why do you have to be different piece has to do with well, do you respect your spouse? Because mm -hmm. if you respect your spouse and you respect your relationship, then you want to look different and mm -hmm. act different than the way you did when you were just dating. Well, keeping in mind that some of those differences, there are things that you all connect that often we don't even think And so you know, you'll start putting all these pieces together, together. And yeah, we're like, I just told her that she shouldn't get a divorce. That's, I mean, and yeah. not even think a whole think about a second that. about it. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had to watch myself because mm -hmm. I've had, you know, Lisa, you know, I just want to tell you this in confidence. And mm -hmm. I know now I pretty much say, I might tell my wife, like that's. Or that's I'll even ask, I'll yeah. say, oh, yeah, yeah. hey, Right. May, do I have permission to share this with Jay? We will keep it confidential, but do Absolutely. I have permission? Mm -hmm. Just because, I mean. It, and and it's, it's funny because most friends we have now that I have will say, well, yeah, I mean, I kind of yeah. expect your problem to tell her. <laughs> yeah. they, just yeah. expect, they, they just expect it. But that was an adjustment for me mm -hmm. that she would begin to make all these connections about information that I might have that I yeah. didn't tell mm -hmm. her about. Yes. that. I heard it, fouled it away, and mm -hmm. didn't think about it again. I mm -hmm. just didn't think it was just a huge deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know for for us, where you talked about, you know, just communicating with Jay. For us, a big piece of it has just been like almost like an over communication, yeah. mm -hmm. and just to be like, hey, you know, I walked down to Starbucks with so and so today, and we grabbed a cup of coffee, and it was a female. Just wanted to let you know, mm -hmm. just in case anyone says anything. Exactly. And for, for after a few years into our marriage, my wife traveled a ton for work and she'd be on two weeks at a time. And I mean, there's times where she would call me from California and she'd be like, hey, there's a group of us that want to go see a movie and I want to go see this movie. And the only other person that wants to go see it is a guy. And this is who it is. I'm going to, whatever, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm completely okay with whatever you mm -hmm. want me to do. And I'll recognize the name and I'll be like, yeah, that's fine. Like go, go see it with mm -hmm. him. Um, but it's just being, you know, almost that over communicative to just be like, we know we're, we get along yeah. with the opposite sex. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's just make each other aware. And it cuts down on people's perception. 
So right. you, you're beating off someone coming by and saying, hey, you know, I saw Mitchell and so-and-so mm -hmm. at a coffee shop getting mm -hmm. a coffee. And then she may be like, oh, yeah, I know that's so-and-so that he works with. They were having a meeting talking about this. I know. Mm -hmm. and, and it just kind of heads that off to where it, you know, you don't have to worry about what other people can throw into it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we could talk about this for a whole other hour, <laughs> yes. but I, I think you get the picture that at some point you have to decide that your marriage relationship trumps exactly. the other relationships and, and that exactly. for the nurturing and the care and the feeding of your marriage that there are certain things that you're gonna choose to do differently and it doesn't mean that you can't be friends with people of the opposite sex but there may just like every one of us I think have said there may be some people that it just it's not gonna work mm -hmm. and and to be able to communicate with each other and have conversation. And I kept, I kept hearing this over and over that you have, to, you have to respect your spouse enough that if they say, I have this level of discomfort, honoring that mm -hmm. speaks volumes. And if you don't honor it, it also speaks volumes. So uh, we don't have a one, two, three, oh, do this, and it will just fix everything. But what I think we do have, there's a lot of years of marriage just sitting right here, cumulative marriage. And I think that what we all would say is that it, it warrants more than one conversation. And the moment that you feel like we've just got this and our marriage isn't vulnerable is probably the moment that you want to step back for a second and recognize mm -hmm. we might be in a very vulnerable place mm -hmm. um, and, and that there, there is space for opposite sex friends. Mm -hmm. Thanks for tuning in to the Relatable Podcast with Julie B. If you'd like more resources for marriage, parenting, and more, be sure to visit our website, firstthings.org.